Hello, everybody, and welcome to It Was a Different Time, the podcast where we discuss the social and cultural changes that have occurred in the last 60 plus years. I'm your host, Natalie Wekeser. Today, we will be talking to Jared Eisenberg, a tattoo artist from Reno, Nevada. My name is Jared Eisenberg. I'm 45 years old. I was born in Reno, Nevada. I've lived here my whole life. I've tattooed for half of it, 22 years, solid. Really, um, the way I got into tattooing was through skateboarding. That's just kind of how it goes. It's like an artistic thing. Skateboarding's really similar to tattooing. You, you, you constantly work on it. You constantly get better at it, and you have a lot of misturns, and you know, you don't always do it the best at the start. But then you get better and better and better, and it's like the ongoing thing. You just want to get better and keep learning always. I've tattooed here, of course a lot. Um, I've tattooed in New Zealand, I've tattooed in Sacramento, San Diego, tattooed in Las Vegas. But like I tattooed in New Zealand, that was really cool and that was a lot different than here. Um, uh, in Europe, it's a lot different than Japan. I went to Japan in uh, 2009. I didn't tattoo there, but I got tattooed while I was there and it was insane how different they approach it and go about it and the prices and everything's so much different like but i like tattooing in reno best more than anything gets home and you get like a really wide range of customers uh anywhere from like this could be the smallest thing it could be a hardcore collector it could be uh, a mom and her kid it could be a drunk off the street you never know what you're gonna get and i like i like that kind of discord and stuff it's <laughs> like you never know what you're gonna get Jared currently works at Absolute Tattoo, an American traditional shop located in Reno, Nevada. Jared's always been drawn to the American traditional style because of its bold outlines and bright colors. I like doing that style of tattooing the best. It just automatically, the first time I like started to become acquainted with it, it just spoke to me completely. It was bold, it was colorful. It was everything I, I wanted to get out of my tattooing. It was simple, easy to read, no frills, no detail, just very solid. I really enjoy doing like real Polynesian, Hawaiian, Maori, any of that real tribal stuff, I love. It's kind of gone the way of the <laughs> dinosaur, but it's, to me, that was another one that really spoke to me right off the bat was how bold, black, and sharp and rad it looked it just looked different than any kind of tattoos i'd seen at the time so those two really spoke to me like but everybody's different you know uh, some people get into tattooing and they automatically go the japanese route or they go you know they get to, you just get you get obsessed with uh, just something and then you dive into it full force you know you get into japanese stuff you're reading every japanese book looking at every way they do waves or water or the wind or whatever but you get super into it, and it's kind of annoying almost to a point. You're just obsessed with it so bad, you can't stop looking at it, you can't stop wondering why it's this way, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's, it's like a never-ending thing. You'll, you'll search and search for why it's this way and why you like it so much, but you'll never figure it out. You just like it. You don't know why, <laughs> you know? Although Jared has been tattooing for over 20 years, he's been lucky enough to not have encountered too many outlandish tattoo requests. 
I, I'm lucky. I, I haven't gotten really too many of those crazy things. Um, I've seen people do some pretty crazy stuff. I've gotten pretty lucky. I've, I've done some... I do pretty standard tattooing. But there was a time last year, and this is crazy because I thought it would happen before this in my career, is a kid came in and he just turned 18 and wanted a Yoohoo chocolate drink bottle on his ass. And uh, for me, that was cool because it was, it was just so weird. You know, like, I want a Yuhu bottle on my ass. And so that was the weirdest one I've done. That being said, I worked at another shop for 20 years. And uh, that one uh, had a co-worker that did, like, a swastika on a guy's forehead. Um, and it was really weird because, so the guy was a white power guy. And the guy who applied the swastika to him was Filipino. Was definitely not a white guy. <laughs> so it was really odd. And... Those things happened a lot more in the 90s where you'd do something on someone's forehead or 666 on their face or something. You'd do some weird shit back like when I started tattooing. You don't see it happening all that much anymore. Like weird, super weird things. But I try to stay away from them anyway. <laughs> I like normal stuff. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't do racist stuff. I don't like to do gangster stuff, like gang, super gang stuff. Uh just try to stay away from negative stuff. I want to do tattoos that make people happy and positive stuff. I try to stay away from the negative stuff, definitely. I remember I was doing a sugar skull on this guy, on his neck, and I was about done with it, and he asked me right when we were about to finish it if I could throw some SS bolts on it, which are uh, uh, World War II Nazi insignia. And I was telling him, I'm a Jew. I probably won't do that for you. You know, I'm a total Jew guy. Like, I'm not into that stuff at all. And he, he was so bummed that he even brought it up. Like to me, like you could tell he was embarrassed and stuff, but you got to watch what you ask your tattooer because it might be the wrong thing, you know? Back in the nineties, tattooing looked much different than it does today. Tattoos were attributed to a rebellious punk rock lifestyle opposed to today where one in every five adults has a tattoo. Okay. So when I got into tattooing, there was, it was definitely not like how it is now. Um, there was definitely an outlaw aspect that I, that attracted me massively. Um, I get to be this outlaw guy forever, you know, and I don't have to succumb to a nine to five job and be like a, you know, white collar dude or even a blue collar dude at that matter. Just be me. Um, and uh, it was definitely more of an outlaw thing. Now, nah, it's on TV commercials. It's on everything, you know. Uh, you go to a stupid Walmart store or Target or whatever, there's tattoo designs on t-shirts. Um, it's everywhere and it's like unstoppable now. And the TV shows for, you know, they're good and they're bad. They've definitely pushed it to where it is now, like being acceptable. And every other customer that you get comes in, you know, walk-in customers, I should say, you know, you get a walk-in customer, the first questions out of their mouth is, do you watch those TV shows? Always, you know, and you have to politely tell them, no, you know, I don't watch that, you know. Like, say, if they were a plumber, would they go home and watch a TV show about plumbing? Probably not. Um, yeah, but I don't watch those shows. I don't really dig that part of it. But, hey, if it brings more people in the door to get tattooed, so be it. Um, I'm here to tattoo customers, and that's what I do. And that's what we do as a whole. Um, 
So that brings him in the door. Hey, I can't be mad about it. As long as I don't have to participate in them, I'm fine. The tattoo industry has seen many trends come and go, and today is no exception. When I started tattooing in 96, the rage was tribal, of course, and the dreaded tramp stamp thing, which is a bummer because it's a great place to tattoo and it looks, it fits the body well. And as soon as that term came out, tram stamp, they came to a abrupt stop. That stuff just stopped happening. And then it became side tattoos, uh, rib cage, uh, big long uh, verses of lettering down your side became the cool thing to do. Um, it's always something. Um, in the last couple of years, a lot of like very simple symbolism, like arrows and uh, infinity signs, just really simple things. And so last week I saw Nico do four infinity signs in a row, um, not even on the same group of people. There were two different groups and he did four of them in a row. So it just happens like it's weird too, because it'll happen in in chunks too. You won't do something for a long time and then you'll do six of them in a row. Definitely trends come and go for sure. And the tramp stamp is the number one example of that. Like it was so cool. Like every girl had to have one. Now you can't get a girl to get one if you pay for it. <laughs> so girls love to get their sides tattooed, which sucks because they don't realize the pain either. They're like, oh, this spot looks so cute, blah, blah, blah. It's like the worst spot to get tattooed in the world. It hurts super bad. So as long as they can sit through it, I don't mind. But all you people out there wanting ribcage tattoos, remember, they hurt super bad. <laughs> Today's industry has seen a huge influx over the last 20 years of women getting tattooed. It's definitely different. When I was started tattooing, even in 96, girls didn't have as many tattoos as 20 years down the road. Now it's totally normal. And in 96, they'd get the little lower back thing, and that was it. They were done. Now they're just getting covered. Full sleeves, throat, hands. My clientele is probably 65% women, 35% men, so... If that tells you anything, I'm definitely tattooing more women than guys. Um, if that's what you want to get, get it. You know, if that's how you want to look, do it. I totally agree. I totally want people to be who they are. I totally love that. You know, it's rad when people just, this is what I'm going to do, and they stick to it and they get it done. And some people look kind of crazy and scary, you know, when they get all tattooed and crazy, but they're usually the most nice, normal people in the world. Is the wacky thing about it the people with all the crazy shit on them all over those are usually the nicest people in the world they're always really like genuinely nice and respectful and sweet and just can't judge a book by a cover type thing you know that old adage so i just think attitudes change and i think you know time does that with everything people accept it whereas 10 years ago they were like that sucks that's the worst thing in the world 10 years later they have a different outlook on it it's really strange because I've seen people I hate tattoos I hate them their parents kids that I tattooed and they get a certain one. Oh, that one's not so bad you know their attitude toward it will change oh that one's pretty you know so it's different it's but it's definitely come a long way since I started especially when I started doing it it was just so like 
don't do that. My mom was always, don't get tattoos. She was never like, cool, if you want one, get one. And that was the thing, like, I, my mom was even asking me, oh, I want a tattoo. And I'm like, yeah, you've gone 60 years without one, you're good. You don't need one now. I, I genuinely, genuinely think she's not, like, opposed to it. And I think she thinks it's pretty neat now. But at the same time, she's gone this long without one. She don't need one now, you know. But it is nice that she accepts what I do because... That's one thing you want. You want your parents to like what you do and not think you're a total fuck up and stuff. So that's nice. <laughs> you see cops with full sleeves. You see, I, there was a doctor in New Zealand, both like Maori sleeves, dreadlocks, like this is a doctor. So it's just definitely changed. Like you wouldn't see that shit in the eighties or the seventies, but now it's totally normal. It's good though. It's cool because I want to go to the doctor and not be treated like a weirdo. You know what I mean? Every time um, I, I have had that happen too, where I've gone to the doctor and I feel like they give me kind of like half-ass treatment because the way I look, and that kind of sucks. Or being profiled <laughs> just because the way you look, it, it's kind of a bummer. Some people still kind of hold on to that shit too, like conservative people. They just can't deal with it no matter what. Can't wrap their head around it in any way. They're just like. You're tattooed, you're garbage. You know, that's just their fucking thing. Um, some people are way open to it. I've had, that's the cool thing is now you have younger people coming into these professions like doctors and stuff, and they grew up with it. It's normal to them, so they don't look at it as some down thing, like you're a loser or convict or something. They're just like, oh, you just happens to have tattoos. Whoopity-doo, you know. And I think once they get all those older conservative people out of these <laughs> places then it'll be totally normal. Shouldn't matter how you look, just be how you do your job. The world today looks at tattoos very differently than it did 20 years ago. Having tattoos no longer brands you as a convict or means you won't be able to get a job. Now tattoos are seen more as a form of self-expression that many adults participate in. Jared shared some advice for those looking to get their first tattoo. Um, Just look, look around, look at what like, excites your eye look at what like what you like to look at a tattoo doesn't have to mean anything it doesn't have to have any symbolic meaning as long as you like the image that's enough for me like just liking an image is like i'll get something tattooed on me just because i like the way it looks it doesn't have to have any meaning it doesn't have to have any you know significance at all it's just the way i, I like the way it looks don't get something that you think your friends won't like or won't think is cool. If you think it's cool, fair enough. You know, don't try to fit in. Get what you like. Uh, my, my thing would be look at traditional tattoos. Those are the best. They're the cleanest. They're going to look the best later. Pick out a good artist. Don't settle for cheap prices. Um, get a tattoo that costs what it's worth. Don't just go price shopping, you know. Get a quality tattoo. It's going to be on you for good. I just wish people would take that kind of thing into consideration a little bit. Like, you get what you pay for. You get quality. You pay for it. This has been It Was a Different Time. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at It Was a Different Time for photos of our guests and information on upcoming episodes. Also, check us out on itwasadifferenttime.wordpress.com for episodes and portraits of all of our guests. I'm your host, Natalie Wekeser, and thanks for listening.